Hello and welcome to the 20 Minutes of Filler Podcast. I am your host, Jason Katarski, and I am here with... Eric Carlson. Yeah, Eric, what's up, dude? Coming to me live from Flint, Michigan. What's up, man? <laughs> um, and I am here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, my new home. Um, so far, so far away. I, I know, but isn't it wonderful the, the, the way that technology can bring us together in this interesting and uh not completely superficial way <laughs> yes yes it is well awesome Such a yeah good to uh good to connect with you and uh talk about some games so first uh you know i've kind of passed the torch to you and a few guys to to run our uh weekly game night over there in flint michigan game space and i just want to know is uh our board games uh alive and well in flint michigan they are they are yeah we're still hanging out still doing our thing uh, summer's summer schedule is always chaotic for everyone with vacations and camping and you know it's so much fun and good weather. But now that we're settling into fall, we're getting into the rhythm, and games are happening every Monday. No, not Monday, Wednesday. Every yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's really good to hear. Yeah. What What have you guys? Uh, what have you guys been playing over there lately? Oh, a little bit of everything. Um, we played Young King. Um, okay. Most recently, this last week. What's it's, that all about? Uh, it's uh, you're like these little uh, fun poppy looking characters, and you are um, kind of scrapping uh, items and building uh, hats and uh, something to ride on, a mount of sorts, and then you get these fun devices that uh, do mean things to your friends, and so you're you're kind of building almost like a knight type like uh, armor around your character, and then you're looking for this this hat. Uh, a crown of sorts, and the first person <laughs> to get through the deck and find this crown usually has enough points to like blow blow everybody else out of the water. So it's uh, you also are like scrapping some of your junk items into like a, a score pile, and so there's a lot of different things happening at once. And then there's these events that happen, and the events usually punish the other characters, but whenever I drew an event, it would punish me. So I, I think uh, I think the game was out to get me. But it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. And I, I think it's called Junking. Now that you explained it, like Junk King. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, because it's about collecting junk, right? And I, I think right. this was this was on Kickstarter a while back, and I remember looking at it because it had some really cool art. Is, it, is this a game yeah. with really cool art? It is really cool art. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Awesome. A lot, of pop, a lot of pop cultural references for your uh, geeky, nerdy pleasure. Oh, yeah. That's always fun. A little, uh, little Easter eggy stuff there. Mm-hmm, definitely. Cool, the, dude. The, the crown that I won was uh, an old-school NES with, uh, like, blue, blue flame glowing off of it, so it was pretty sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. What, uh, what else have you guys been playing over there? Uh, some code names, a lot of uh, World's Fair, oh, 1893. Yeah. My pers- I, I always bring that game. I always so. have to Google the full title because I don't remember what year it takes place in. Yeah. So I'm always like, it's World's Fair. Hold on, let me find out the full title here. And, <laughs> oh yeah, 1893. I love that game, man. That's a good. One. Yeah, it's a good it's one. So good. And it's which so code good. names? Just regular code names, or have, did you guys get a hold just of regular. code names pictures over there yet? Oh, no pictures yet. As soon as I see it, I'm buying it. Dude, so. it is it is a very different experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that like, because um, it's 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 so visual. It I think it's tapping into a different part of the brain. You know what I mean? Whoa. Like, Whoa. and the, the illustrations are pretty weird too because they're like they're mashups you know it's like here's a weird thing holding a thing you would not expect this thing to be holding on oh. you know so like they're 
so there's a lot in those pictures to look at, and you can come at them from different ways. Uh, I, I'm not sure. It doesn't replace the original for me because there's something uh-huh. really really special about just the word game. But yeah. it's it's definitely worth picking up because it, it does feel different. And uh, it was like a quiet grind, you know, when we played with my, uh, <laughs> with my sister-in-law and brother-in-law. We were all so thinky and like, huh, what's going on here? But it was, yeah. it was awesome. Is, uh, is it easy or hard or the same to find the connections between the, the tiles? I, I found it harder, but we only played like two games of it, so um, okay. so it wasn't quite into the groove, hadn't developed a language for what to use. It only saw you know like a few of the few of the picture cards so far. but um, I mean, it's a great system. I can't wait to just continue to see what they what they do with it. it's 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 worthy of uh, you know the original win in the spiel of the jar and and uh, putting new versions out. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm not really sure. I'm sold on the uh, the new Target adults only version, but uh, oh yeah, yeah. But um, but I guess they didn't they didn't really have much to do with that anyway. They just licensed it to oh. Target, who developed it all on their own. So, uh, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool man. What else are you getting played? Uh, you you were telling me earlier about a, a little filler type game that you got recently from Kickstarter. Yeah, I, I just got this beautiful game in the mail on Saturday, actually. My my son brought this box to me downstairs where I was hanging out with my buddy, and it was this beautiful moment for me. And uh, and so I, I pulled out Control by Keymaster Games. Yeah, and... sweet. I met this guy, uh, one of these guys at, um, where did I meet him? Oh, at Gen Con. And he came up and, and was chatting, and like, this game has a really beautiful presentation, like, yeah. Really cool stark art with like uh, the what's it called like the the, the spot UV mapping where like the glossy letters are gold and popping out on this black yes. box. Yeah, I don't yes. know anything about the game because he was like, "I'd show you the game, but uh, my buddy has it and he just left for an event." So, but yeah, so what's what's that one all about? Uh, it's a, a space time rupture game. You and the people you're playing against are are out of outside of time. And you are trying to uh, lay cards down in front of you to get the fuel cells that you need to get back in time. But as soon as you do that, you leave everyone else behind, and they're <laughs> stuck, lost in in time, out, outside of time, I guess. Somewhere. Space a space time rupture game seems so up your alley, dude. Yes, <laughs> and it's have... quick. It's it's five to fifteen minutes. Oh wow. And, uh, and we literally played three or four rounds, and my my brother in law beat me because I, I just wasn't paying attention. He's like, "Well, I have I have twenty one. I win." <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's... If you win, since since they're so short, there's these nice, uh, great metal coins that that come with the game as a uh, round round tokens, and so so you can play a couple rounds pretty quickly. That's really cool. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check that one out. You'll have to bring that uh, next time we are together. Yeah, man. Cool. Um, so this is kind of what I've I've really. It's funny. You, you, I went to Gen Con and I only played a handful of games, and then um, I came home and I've only played a handful of games since then because I've been a busy boy with moving and you know, upcoming Kickstarter and stuff like that. Daddy. Hold on, my daughter's coming down to say hello. Yes, what do you need, sweetie? I need a Okay, I'll be I'll be up in a few minutes to get you something. Okay. So yeah, so I haven't been able to play a ton of games lately, but what I have gotten to the table fits into a nice little neat uh, category, and that is um, Target exclusives. Wow. <laughs> yeah, have you have you been over there to check out like the new line of, of games that just have come out um, this like quarter? Like three times a week. 
Three yeah. times a week, yeah, okay. So I'm in Target all Yeah, time. yeah, right, me too. So I picked up, this was actually at Gen Con, um, they, had, they were just released around the time of Gen Con, I got Ticket to Ride, First Journeys, because I really wanted mm-hmm. my kid to, to experience that. And then um, I got Evolution in the beginning, and, oh, um, yeah. and then I picked up uh, Quicks Deluxe. So, mm. um, so first, first ticket to ride is one of my favorite games. I, I love it, and it was so cool to be able to share that with my kids and my 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 even my three year old, three and a half year old joined us. My my wife was kind of helping her, um, you know, match her colors and like helping making choices for her. So we played a four player game, and and um, the differences are basically that you are you are not getting points for laying train tracks, mm. but um, you are just trying to get the first to get six tickets. Uh, completed and and oh. you win and there's also like a, a coast to coast card where you're trying to get from one side of the board to the other which is another ticket that you that everybody can get and it's kind of a race to get to um and the first game we played was was a tie between uh me and my wife but like my kid uh claire the the oldest she's in second grade this year she's seven she she loved it and she was like she's been asking to play like do we have time to play ticket to ride again and nice. uh so so and it was a quick game and and kind of just stripped down a little bit more than you know the basic game is and um, it was it was still a fun experience. So um, you know if you have kids looking to get them into games like kind of the next step up from memory matching and you know that sort of thing, uh, Ticket to Ride First Journeys is I mean it's going to be a little pricier, but I don't think it's so light that you can enjoy it. You know uh, yeah as a maybe quick diversion. You know I, I kind of want to try it just with. Lisa um, and do head-to-head two-player game. You know, just the two of us to kind of kind of see what we can do. There's also no drafting board. You're just drawing cards blind oh, okay. from the top of the deck. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it's what worth worth playing with. You know, if you have that younger age kid that's ready for the next step. So. Um, and then uh, Quicks Deluxe is one of my favorites uh, dice games, and the the target version is different because it's in a giant box, and instead of the paper sheets that you're writing on. It comes with these eight dry erase boards. Oh, yeah. And it's double-sided, so there's a second game in it, and it's, like, I don't remember what it's called, like, mixed up or something like that. And it just puts, in, in the game, you're rolling these six dice, and you everybody has access to, like, um, uh, put the sum of the white dice on any of their tracks. There's four tracks, four, two that go up from 2 to 12, two that go down from 12 to 2 in different colors. And you can only go... Um, to the to the left. So once you check off a space, you got to keep going further and further. And once you have five X's in that row, you you're checking it off and you're locking that row and removing that color's dice. So it's like uh, you're just trying to puzzle out like the best time to to plug in your numbers on this on this little score sheet. But um, it, it's really nice to have the dry erase boards and it has eight of them, so you can play with eight people. And oh it, yeah, and it has. Um, and it has this double. The, the the backside just has some of the colors mixed up, so it's not like a line for one color. It's like two to twelve, and it has two different colors in it. So it just is even a more kind of puzzly experience. And it's only like fifteen bucks because Game Right can make these really like deluxe versions of games with really nice components because they print so many that they're reasonably priced. So, um, <laughs> and this one I, w- I didn't know it was Target exclusive. I love the little the the, the small game, um, and I introduced it to tons of people. It was a Spiel Jar nominee last year and uh and i and i'm really glad that i was able to get this kind of bigger version to to feature it more with people i think and it comes in a giant sized magnetic box of one of their little it's like a bigger version of their small magnetic boxes so oh nice yeah it's the only place you can get it and i i imagine maybe once it's i don't know how long it'll be in stock if it keeps selling hopefully they'll keep stocking it but um 
definitely a, a fun one. And then yeah. And then the uh, evolution, the beginning. Have you played evolution, the board game? No. Yeah, I I have I have not either. Um, but some of the guys in our game group in Flint have played it and seem to be really into it. But it, I always felt like it was it took a little long from the looks of the table and a little too many moving parts. But I picked up the evolution, the beginning because it said it's a it's kind of a casual card game version of the board game, and also um, if you want a highly strategic two player game. So and I love two player mm. games. So um, Lisa and I pulled that out the other night for the first time, and it's cool. You're you're playing different species, and then you can add to their population, and then you have to feed them. Um, and you either you have to feed herbivores. You can add traits to each of your different species on the table, and um, then your herbivores eat from the watering hole. Um, and if you have carnivores, they eat other species, including your own, if your opponents don't have enough to eat. But at the end, whatever you've played in front of you, you have to satisfy like the population's hunger needs, or they starve. Um, and if <laughs> and if yeah, and if enough of them starve and the population goes goes out, like then they go extinct, and you discard the traits and and you you know replace some cards in your hand, and, and are good to go um, with a new a new species uh, or new population for the next time. But like uh, at first, like I read the when I first read the rules, I was like, I don't see a game here. Like I don't get it. I can't picture it in my head. But, like, so then we just started playing, you know, to see what happened. And, like, it started to kind of reveal itself. And it's really just, like, an efficiency game, you know, like, in a hand management. You're trying to play your cards in the best way that makes the most sense and make it so you can feed everybody by looking at what other people have available to eat, um, by, by making sure that you leave some extra stuff that you don't really care for that you can eat if your opponents don't have enough. Um, there's some defenses, uh, de- defensive traits, so like carnivores can uh, only uh, eat things that uh, that they are not defended against. So I can put like a nocturnal defense on my herbivore, and if your carnivore doesn't have nocturnal trait, then you can't eat a nocturnal herbivore because they're not out at night. So kind of neat, like uh, choices to be made there about how you uh, shape up your different species. But yeah, I mean, it's 25 bucks. It seems to me like it might be a little bit higher level than um you know what i would expect at at target like to get Mm -hmm. to get into but um but i guess i mean that little section of hobby games is for people who who have maybe had a taste of something in the (laughs) hobby market and want to take a a next next step so it's exciting to see what target's doing um in some ways it's a bummer that they're exclusive because then the friendly local game stores are are missing out on those those Mm -hmm. sales you know and the opportunities for those but i think the idea that's good is that people come and they find these really great games. So they say, I want more. And then the only place you're going to get them after that is the, the friendly local game stores. So, and, and online. So hopefully it's a new funnel for creating uh, new gamers, uh, bringing them into the hobby. Cause there's some quality stuff now on, on mass market shelves. Definitely. Yeah. I saw, I saw a picture of Walgreens the other day, like their game sections getting filled out, like, for the holidays, what? and they had like the resistance in Forbidden Island, um, Whoa. in Walgreen Pharmacy, like totally, totally random stuff. Like it's 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 cool that it's grown so much. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. So definitely, yeah, I would recommend uh, checking out all three of those. So. That's... I just I just like the thought that I can be responsible for uh, making an entire species go extinct. <laughs> so that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. You got this god complex. You think you're a pretty big deal, huh? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, and it's got great art too. Evolution uh, has has very attractive, um, well done presentation. So, 
Um, other than that, like I'm, uh, I, I've been, I've joined a, the West Michigan Tabletop Gamers group. We meet every other hmm. Thursday, or Game Designers. I'm sorry, and uh, it's cool because they were they've been really hospitable to me. Like, because I'm the new guy, they like, what do you have to test? And like, they put me right to the table because they've been really wanting to make sure that I feel welcomed. And um, we got to play some uh, another prototype or two of other people's and. Um, Good stuff, man. It's it's a great group of gamers over here, and uh, if you're in Michigan or in the area, you can come meet many of them uh, this weekend at Grand Con, which is a place that I will be all weekend in Grand Rapids, Michigan, my new home or my new local con. Uh, and Eric, you're you're coming for a little bit, right? Yeah, I'll be there at some point for sure. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, Greentown is a great small con, folks, so if you're anywhere in driving distance and have uh, a day or two this coming weekend, then you should uh, you should cruise over and hang out with us. Um, I'll have a Absolutely. little booth, and I know there'll be other publishers there selling stuff, and um, a good game library, and lots of fun events. I'll be on a panel uh, with Aldo oh. from, yeah, Aldo uh, from Impressions, who's my distribution partner, and it's we're doing a thing about... Um, being a publisher so uh if people are curious about that right after the hall closes i think on friday we'll be uh you know just answering questions and sharing about our experience of making games and stuff so and helena capel from kids game uh kids table board gaming will be there and i'm sure she'll be showing off her and her husband are both guests of honor so josh is an artist and and she's going to be showing off uh her uh her new game with scott alms problem picnic too so if you want to demo that check that out it's coming to kickstarter soon um and then yeah, I we saw a, that one. Yeah, we, we saw the the problem problem picnic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At uh at Gen Con. Yeah, they they had that at the booth, and it looked fun. I didn't get to play it because I was so busy doing my side of the booth. But it's a fun little dexterity game about ants and uh, picnic. So uh, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, it was really it was really cool. I think it's going to be great. It's one of the kickstarters I'm looking forward to this month. Yeah. It seems like Kickstarter is going to have a good month. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, there's a lot going on in Kickstarter right now. Um, and Sagrada just uh, just uh, launched from Floodgate Games, and that's like a stained glass dice building game by Daryl Andrews and Adrian. Um, eh, I wish I could say his last name. Adrian Adam <laughs> Adamskew, Adamskew, or something like that. I should know because I'm doing a game but by them <laughs> next year. Mm. But uh, it's a tough name. But uh, yes, yeah, Sagrada, it looks Pro really, things. really cool. Um uh, and uh, speaking of good things on Kickstarter, uh, just real quick, I want to give the plug because uh, I'm launching a game on Kickstarter this week. Did you know that? <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little game by Ryan Collar, the designer of Jurassic Attack and Superplex, uh, is coming back to work with Green Couch again uh, for a game called Outlawed, a, a bluffing and lying game in the Wild West. Um, when I say wild, I mean like wild animals as outlaws and the law um, trying to uh, replace the missing deputy by capturing the most outlaws with some social bluffing stuff. Love this game, man. I'm super excited about it. You've played it with me. What, do, what are your uh, quick thoughts about Outlawed, Eric? Yeah, it's, it's great. I love it. It's a fun time. A little bit, for, for me, because I think slow sometimes, there's a bit, a bit of a curve on how to best bluff my way through things, but I definitely got there. So it is. It is good. Definitely. Me, 
Hang tough. Yeah, I felt the same way. Like at the first, because there's eleven different character cards, and they all have a different apprehend if conditions. And people are going to play a card down, and they're going to claim who that card is, and they can either tell the truth or lie about who they played. And then everyone goes around the table doing the same thing, and then we reveal our cards. And some of them have apprehend conditions uh, that are like, if you you only get your card if you tell the truth, or you only get the card if certain other people have played the same card, or if you're the only one that played that card. So they all have these different things. So you're trying to read people whether they're telling the truth or bluffing and you're trying to like play your cards at the right time. So 11 different characters and different abilities that kind of go together in different ways was a lot for me to get my mind around to begin with. But um, we came up with a beginner game that's only six six of the characters and that really is a nice way. Like you play this game, you play one game in about 10 minutes of the beginner game, and then you're ready to add in some new characters and kind of see how things are, are going together a little bit better. And um, I mean, I haven't really played it with a group that hasn't been like, Let's play this again. So yeah. uh, I'm super excited about this game. It's kind of my first uh, stab at like the social kind of like deduction bluffing kind of game. It's not really deduction as much as it is like just bluffing and reading people. But um, Ryan put together a special little game, and we're getting good reviews. People saying it's you know on par with games like Love Letter, and that it's a it's a cool um, cool filler. Somebody said it's the best bluffing game they ever played, so Ugh. I am excited to be bringing that on Kickstarter, and it's I know I've always got something to say about my Kickstarters because I've been putting out a lot of games lately, and that's kind of what's keeping me busy and keeping me playing games, really, but um, it'll be a fun one. It'll be a three-week campaign, and 15 bucks gets a game uh, in the U.S., and um, nice, neat, simple campaign with, with a great little game with some cool artwork, again, by Shaz Young, who did the dress tech art. So... The art um, is very cool. Yeah. It definitely adds, adds to the experience and really embodies the characters. So, well, Cool, man. Well, hey, thanks for sharing and uh, giving me an update of what's happening over there in Flint. What's uh, what's a game you're looking forward to playing to get into the table soon? Uh, um, Helena uh, the, uh, of the kids' table that we yeah. were just talking about, she recommended Kalis. Ooh. To me at, at Gen Con, and uh, our good friend Rick just picked that, a copy of that up, so we're hoping to play nice. uh, that in the near future here. So, awesome. That's one A-list. of the, one of the uh, ones that is known as, I think, a quintessential kind of heavy Euro game. So you guys mm-hmm. will have, you'll be mm-hmm. swimming in the deep end with that one. That sounds fun. That's me. That's me. Cool. I just picked up Potion Explosion for my wife. Uh, because she likes these match four games, you know, like uh, Bejeweled Blitz and Candy Crush and those kinds of things. Yeah. And Potion Explosion has this really cool cardboard contraption with some marbles. And and you're trying to match four marbles to like fulfill spells. And there's this cool thing where you can take any marble out of this contraption that you want and the other marbles will roll down. And anytime you get two marbles of the same color to crack together, you get to take those marble too. So that there's lots of chain reactions in what card what, what marbles you take. Uh, I gotta build it. There's a there's a pretty hefty little <laughs> cardboard thing i gotta put together to make it happen but uh we're excited to get that one to the table soon so cool. i just played a, a great little game with the fam that i picked up at geekway oh yeah uh, which was coconuts oh dude coconuts uh, so fun yeah ha- have your and kids I, tried I to a... eat the coconuts yet no surprisingly they have not um, <laughs> which actually really does surprise me but uh, my little two-and-a-half-year-old, he if you hold the monkey's feet for him, because you, know, you got the plastic monkey with a spring arm that flips these coconuts into buckets, if you hold the feet for him, he can actually have pretty good accuracy. That's awesome. And 
every time he gets one in, he throws his fists into the air in triumph <laughs> and gets the biggest grin on his face. I I don't know where he learned that, but he is oh. uh, he is definitely becoming a gamer at an early age. That is awesome, dude. That is that is fun. Great. Cool, man. Well, um, I'm looking forward to seeing you this weekend at Grand Con, and um, thanks for taking some time to, to talk to me, and thanks for everyone out there listening in to hear what's going on in uh, 20 Minutes of Filler, Green Couch Games land. Um, you guys are awesome. Keep listening. We'll uh, try to keep with our regular schedule here of uh, once a month-ish or more, and uh, we'll bring to you some games we played at uh, Grand Con in the next uh, week or two. Um, you can find more about me on Twitter.